yeah man shout out to all my certified lover boys out there hope you guys are all doing well um you know who it is <laughs> it's karabam julie aka your resident black spider-man aka Starboy, aka i don't have any more aka's that's it um for those of you who are wondering what this new podcast is this new venture of mine is uh for those of you who don't know i have started a side project called anthem um just a another creative outlet for me for cool content podcasts clothing yeah just good vibes you know what i'm saying kind of a kind of the pg lang of the art dealers if you will for those of you who know what that is shout out to you um and yeah i know it's been uh it's been an interesting year for me just been able to create a whole bunch of new content and just have fun with doing this whole creative thing you know um if you follow me on instagram you know i started a kind of instagram page also content creation that has a bit of plans as well called this modern love and that you know just i think this year has taught me you know i have the time to do all these things instead of just sitting on these ideas just action them just do them and if there's one thing i can encourage everyone out there with good ideas not even if you're not necessarily someone who's creating content but you have just good ideas and you have the time to do it by all means and please for my sake think about me do it please um this first episode is inspired by mr leo johnson of the waveform the wave house what am i saying the wave house um in his 2am series big fan of his of his work of his mind him as a person uh if you don't know it head over to the wave house on spotify apple give him a listen uh, always has great conversations with people um always has great insight and i hope that i get to be on very soon so there'll be a bit of a collaboration um but that will be on art dealers and this is not art dealers this is not about art dealers so for those of you who don't know if you didn't get a chance to listen to the trailer of anthem of the anthem podcast um yeah man basically what anthem is for me is a platform and a in a sense outlet for me to be able to have cool conversations with people um i really enjoy a lot of the people i have in my circle um in fact everyone who i have in my circle and I always have amazing conversations with people I'm surrounded by incredibly inspiring people people who have such great insight in the world who have great stories and I wanted to be able to share those with you um but mostly for me to be able to have these cool convos so this is a very selfish thing very selfish side venture but you know what it's fine um I've I've forgiven myself and I hope you can too <laughs> but uh, if you are listening first of all thank you for taking your time out um i always appreciate when someone takes takes time to listen to anything i create looks at anything i create likes it on instagram or youtube um really does mean the world to me that you would take a bit of your time out of your day just to indulge me and my nonsense sometimes um yeah so anthem is going to be a really cool space to be able to have cool conversations you know the goal of this is really just to create a platform to 
have really dope conversations with dope people. Um, so the topics will vary, you know. I want to talk to guys who have been in the film industry, actors, musicians, people who I just think are, you know, the art scene, stuff that I'm interested in, but also just talk to people who are really interesting, you know, guys who have a knowledge on finance, wellness, um, marketing, you know, just stuff that I feel like is valuable to the world, um, knowledge that is valuable to the world. So the topics will vary, faith and, you know, lack of faith maybe, I don't know, just have cool convos, you know, just people who've gone through stuff, people who've had a, who have a, who have a story, who have, yeah, this, that's what Anthem is, and, and ultimately, I want you to be a part of this whole journey, and this whole content creation, you know, hopefully there's a boutique with Anthem clothing one day, um, hopefully there's a website where we're creating short films, and, you know, allowing, creating music videos for, for artists, and, you know, creating a space where a young artist can exhibit their, their art pieces, you know what I mean? I want to be able to grow Anthem into that. Um, and I suppose it all kind of falls under the art dealer's vision, which in a sense is me as well. But <laughs> Anthem, I feel like, is a bit different because the art dealers, especially from a podcast, podcast and content creation point of view, it's very different like we're quite niche on the art dealers like we kind of we talk we cover topics very pop culture related maybe funny you know we'll talk about relationships as people who are not experts trying to give out relationship advice um and we realize and understand that we have an audience and we have a, a target market that enjoys our content so i didn't want to bring anything that wouldn't that would infringe on the success of art dealers I'm super proud of Art Dealers and where it's at now and I don't want to derail that by potentially having something that doesn't do well. Um, and I know views and listen, listen, listener stats aren't the be-all and end-all, but, you know, you want something to grow, you want to see the growth and if it, you see this massive dip, and I'm not saying that having a, a deep convo on Art Dealers about accounting will do badly necessarily, but... You know, we're trying to be like Drake. We have a target audience. We know how to cater for it. And we want to just continue to do that. Um, and yeah, so that's why I started Anthem as a, a bit of a side venture. I want to interview people that you, some of you may know. Some of you may not know. If you, um, the maybe the two people who are listening to this now um, who actually know me, you're probably going to hear, you're going to, be listening to this and be like i know everything about this guy and shout out to you for staying <laughs> um but yeah like i said it's going to be it's a cool platform so i'd love if you get a message from me about being on please say yes because honestly i'd love to be able to chat with you um i've already been asking a ton of people my friend michelle um down in derbs you know what i'm saying got my friend adriana you know you guys know ad you know he's been he was on the art dealers. Uh, Tumza, Tumi, Young T, The Don. Y'all know him already, my guy. I want to have him on as well, you know, but not just have a random conversation. Actually talk about their story. Ask them about them. Like, how did it all begin? You know, shout out to Amy Stock. Someone who, from a creative point of view, really inspires me from as a designer. 
really really inspires me you know i want to have her on you know hear her story you know what i'm saying um but yeah to kind of get into what the point of this particular episode is about so i wanted to just introduce myself to people who may not know much about me people who may not follow the boy at kxrabo karabo with an x um follow the boy on insta i'll follow you back i promise i'm not one of those bougie guys and um yeah you know i love good content so you know if you're producing good content i'm here for it you know what i'm saying um yeah so my story and how i got to the place i'm at now i'm on the verge of turning 25 years old which is a bit daunting to think about um i've i was telling a friend today in fact that i feel like i've been fooling around my whole life up until now for 24 years i've just been winging it and figuring out what I, what exactly is what it is i want to do in my life but now at 25 it's like okay i need to be a bit more serious i know it's not that deep and i probably shouldn't be putting myself under that much pressure but that's kind of how i feel i'm very nervous to turn 25 i won't lie to you um but at the same time i'm also very excited i think um i don't give myself enough credit to the position that i'm in um i, I work really hard i'm a my work ethic is if i if you had to ask me and ex-colleagues is top tier obviously i'm a flawed person you know i've dropped i've dropped many balls in my life i've made a lot of mistakes in my life and but i've learned from them you know recovered from them i've had my reputation shot to pieces and recovered from that i've made huge mistakes hurt people that i didn't want to hurt people that i loved um but you know you learn and you face the consequences and you move on and you become a better person you know you face your demons and it's not an easy thing to do you face stuff that you've done wrong you know confront friends you may have wronged people you may have lied to um coming face to face with those things is very difficult but it's it's always a, a the the door that opens as a result of that is always more fulfilling the peace you find is always more fulfilling so yeah i mean hardworking guy from joburg north Bryanston, shout to the north you get me um but long story short without rambling for too long you know born in joburg had a small stint in kenya when i was very young living there and kind of back and forth between south africa um come from a very diverse family uh grandmother was half indian have a whole muslim side of the family my grandfather mixed with the with some scottish in there um so yeah i mean come from a very diverse <laughs> diverse family as i just mentioned so i've had the luxury of being able to grow up in a very multi-ethnic country uh, not country family um i guess country as well but you know what i mean um lived in soweto for a big majority of my life mfulo shout out to the southwest but then went to school in santon went to school in the bougiest part of joburg really so to have that duality of not really living the santon lifestyle but going to school in santon um was interesting so even the majority of my life was around black people 
um, my schooling life has almost predominantly been dominated by white people. So having that that uh, balance has been interesting. I've um, it was it was interesting, but it was it was also very det- detrimental because I think I always grew up with a bit of a um, uh, a bit of a token complex. I was always that I was always the black guy that was around. Not saying I was the only black person in my school or the school that I was a part of, but I often found myself being the only black person in certain environments, the only black person, black kid invited to the the birthday parties, the only black kid who was asked to do certain things. And when you're a kid, you don't notice the stuff. And I definitely let a lot of racist stuff slide because I didn't know it or didn't realize how bad it was in the time. But in hindsight, I definitely let a lot of stuff slide. Um, so yeah, having to relearn all those things in my young adult years has been very interesting. <laughs> um, but on top of that, um, yeah, like I said, going to good schools, you know, learning a lot. By the time I got to high school, um, went to a Christian school here in Joburg, in Bryanston, um, I, by the time I got to like grade 9 or grade 10, I was so over the concept of school. So not my school in particular, but just school in general. I hated the 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 institution of school and even to this day i think the 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 testing format is so flawed like telling a kid who is an absolute prodigy at art that he's dumb because he's getting 30s for maths and according to that standard he's not a smart kid even though he's an absolute genius with the paintbrush or with the pencil but then we're telling them they're not smart i've I find that that is the dumbest way to to judge and to test children. And if you're telling a kid constantly that they're not good enough by the time they get to matric, um, imagine the self-esteem issues you're going to have to deal with because of how nonsense the schooling system is. So I was like, I was thinking like this back in grade 10 already. This is 2012. You know, I'm not saying it's a new idea. I'm sure people way before me have been thinking about this, but I'm just, I... By the time I got to, the best day probably of my whole high school career was matriculating because I got to leave school and never think about it ever again. There's not a single day that I miss, that I, that I, there's not a single day where I miss school. Honestly, I'm so glad I'm not in school anymore. Um, for a multitude of reasons, but more particular of the, m- most particular, sorry, because of the, because of the, the, the schooling standard. Um, was my school perfect? Absolutely not, but it was fine. I made some of my best friends in high school, friends who I'm still friends with now, who I see on a regular basis. Those are my people. That's my team. I ride for my people. Uh, those are I. I will do anything for them if they need me. I'm there, and uh, and vice versa. And it's rare to be able to find those friendships that last. Um, and Lord willing, they last the rest of my life because. These are incredible people. So I get to university. I do a computer and information science degree, which I absolutely hated every second of. Um, Only reason why I did it, if I'm being honest, was because I didn't want to disappoint my parents by doing something that potentially wouldn't have brought in the bills. I was very ignorant to things 
growing up it was like you either become a doctor or a lawyer um that was like kind of the options we were given shout out to my older cousin who's a lawyer <laughs> um but so the standard was already set in place and uh, when i didn't fulfill that because again i didn't care much for school i was by no means a bad student like i was i was pretty smart without studying could have done way better if i studied um i was one of the i was that kid who the teachers constantly complained about because i didn't apply myself and honestly i couldn't give a damn hey to this day i don't care i'm so like i was not interested at all in school um probably to my detriment probably could have had probably would have been an accountant now driving a bmw like a new one but you know what we move hey you know god has other plans for you <laughs> he had other plans for me as well so by like 2016 i would say that's when i really discovered myself and it's funny that it took me matric took two years out of matric uh two years out of high school to realize what i enjoyed that's when i really started taking fashion seriously if you know me you know i love fashion it's one of my if not my biggest creative outlet i'm big into a lot of brands um i'm not rich enough to afford the brands i want to wear but i make do with what i have and uh i have pretty good style i'm not even gonna be humble about it um could dress way better and there's tons of people who dress better than me but i think i dress pretty cool for me i dress for me and i i like what i wear um so yeah that was um that was an interesting period in my life realizing what i enjoyed what i liked and then getting to that stage because it was quite fulfilling to be honest it was really nice to be able to realize like yo this is what i enjoy and i like it a lot um the following year um had to start taking a bit of a financial responsibility um in the home you know things were a bit tight and you know had to start grafting a little bit on my side um always had odd jobs growing up you know to pay for video games and stuff like that and pay for movies and all that you know shout out to my parents they provided really well for us we were not a rich family at all like in the sense that we weren't bawling out of control um it was a period where we had really nice cars you know things were going well but you know things happened in life and um you know we had to downscale our lifestyle a little bit as it happens um still stayed in the same house went to the same schools it's just things were a bit tighter than usual um i'm sure some of you may relate a little bit with that you know when recessions hit and all that kind of stuff but hey you know we move and um there was a period where i had to start grafting a little bit so i worked at the church i attend for a little bit i was volunteering i just wanted to be involved you know i initially asked for initially i asked for a job i was like yo i could do this this and this and i made this pitch to this position that i thought could be beneficial kind of take the workload off some people and they were like it sounds cool but we can't pay you and i was like that's lame but cool i don't know why i said that so yeah i volunteered and what initially started off as like you know coming in every every half day in the morning doing like the odd jobs started turning into me learning how to graphic design 
Um, shout out to Lindy Maria, one of my closest friends who planted the seed of graphic design because she was studying it at the time um, in her first year, I believe. Might have been her second year. So she had a bit of knowledge of it. So I was like, hey, listen, can you help me? And she was like, yeah. So I was doing full-on lessons, you know, learning Illustrator, learning Photoshop, learning InDesign. And she basically became my tutorial teacher, my, my, my lecturer. And from there, I started doing YouTube tutorials, started practicing myself. And one of my friends, one of my good friends who left working at the church, he was one of the main designers at this point. So there was an opening. And uh, because I was already on campus and because they were already not paying me and they knew I was had an interest in graphic design, they were like, hey, can you start doing like a couple of things? I'm like, sure thing. So then I started doing designs for church and then became a point where I was essentially the main designer for a small period. And towards the end of 2017, almost to the day, I mean, it was definitely, it was around this time in 2017, funny enough, um, they offered to pay me. By no means was it a lot of money, but for someone who was going from not even getting pocket money to not earning at all, to now getting a salary in the thousands, I was like, this is unbelievable. This is amazing. Also, I was living at home. I didn't have a car. Um, I did have my license though. So, you know, and I live really close to my church, so I could walk to work and walk home from work. Um, so things were, at the time, that was like the best thing that could have ever happened to me. The following year comes, they start an internship program at the church. And because I was already sort of on campus doing everything, they were like, do you want to be involved? Um, I didn't really have a choice. It was either that or they not going to rehire me, um, even though they needed me. And I was like, ah, oh, may as well, I guess. The money stayed the same though, which was a bit of a bummer. And yeah, I did it. First year was whatever. <laughs> uh, that first kind of full year of working wasn't really eventful. 20, was it 2018? Or was that 2017? No, I lie. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, 2017. 2017 and then 2018 yes yeah so 2018 was a bit of a, a tough year for me but i did have the pleasure of traveling quite a lot that year saved up for a trip to the uk um went to the uk went to london went to cornwall visited a good friend of mine uh stayed with his family which was such a blessing so i hardly paid for accommodation um yeah, it was incredible. That same year, I went to Mozambique, Malawi, Zimbabwe for the first time. So it was just a beautiful year of travel. You know what I mean? Um, it was great. What a year that was. 2019 comes. 2019 was a rough year. Emotionally. It really was. And without divulging too much details, it was just really tough. On top of it, on top of all of this, I was still perfecting my craft getting better and better and um yeah to the point where i was quite a competent competent designer by the end of 2019 and they told me that they couldn't renew my contract so i left working for the church and that was fine you know i had a good three-year period working there had a lot of fun 
um, made some incredible friends, didn't leave badly, you know, I wasn't too mad, I understood, um, so I leave in 2019, was, st was stressing a little bit, but because I was quite, you know, decent at this gra graphic design, applied at a bunch of places, and eventually got a new job, like a month later, um, which was such a big blessing, you know what I mean, and um, yeah, I was at that job, for a few months and then 2020 happened lockdown happened <laughs> which wasn't the worst thing because for the first like six months of 2020 or after march should i say everyone was working from home so it was like i got to integrate myself very slowly into the company which was nice you know work at my own pace um and because it wasn't so busy things just felt like you know i could ease myself into it once all the lockdowns ended, came back, things were, yeah, things weren't the best, and to be honest, it wasn't the best company, and that being said, uh, this year came along, in and out of lockdown again, and we got retrenched, which was a bummer, but also, I'm, I'm not sad about it, like, I don't miss working there at all, and now, um, fortunate enough to be employed by my dad and his company, uh, which I have a couple shares in, because you know, that's how entrepreneurial parents do. They like to, you know, put you involved, get you involved, and they'll give you shares and all that. Um, so yeah, I've been fortunate enough to kind of just walk into another job, which has been great. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my creative journey. Very corporate, very, very interesting. And throughout all of that, I mean, I started Art Dealers in February of 2018, the first episode ever was with Tumi and Panache. And it was just through conversation. Me and Tumi always joke around about starting a podcast and a playlist because we love going to art galleries and love seeing art. And that joking conversation turned into basically a business now, you know. And it's it's funny just how this journey came along. And I'm so proud of <laughs> I'm so proud of my, my 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 journey and just people who have supported me and have been there and have really enabled my my creativity. You know, so it's so it's so important to have good friends around you and good family around you who encourage you and give you a platform to try out new things and help you if you ask for help, offer advice. You know, when they you. Know, without being condescending about it because they feel like they're better than you and you need them it's more like hey i have do you want to you know i have this resource do you want to use it you know if you have if you surround yourself with people who can give you a leg up man because no one is self-made <laughs> it's like i'm a self-made millionaire there's no such thing my friend there's no such thing someone helped you someone gave you a, a contact someone gave you an opportunity and sometimes it's cool to be able to do that for other people so shout out man shout out to everyone who's listening this is kind of just an introductory monologue it's just me i know please don't get bored of my voice but um there'll be more guests on here and i promise it'll be more interesting than me but shout out to you, you all this is the anthem podcast we've got nothing else to say i think now i'm gonna start queuing in some music let that fade in. Yeah. Can you feel it? Here it is. 
shout out guys thanks for taking your time to listen we'll definitely be back with some more episodes very soon cheers and black spider-man peace out <laughs>